Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. <laughs> serious? Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Midday grind, 590 the fan, going until 1 o'clock, then the hard line will take over. College football national championship. Is it still called? It's not called the national championship game. It's called the college football championship, whatever. Alabama, Clemson going at it yet again tonight. Blues are in Philly. Jordan Bennington makes his NHL debut. Benny. You also have the great stat. This is really the – do we do a stat of the day? We should. Get a sponsor. Stat of the day. Chris Kerber saying that Oscar Sundquist has seven even strength goals – Vladimir Tarasenko has five. That's bad, right? That's bad. Not a not a hockey pundit here. I think that's bad. Sonny, basically since he got blown up on that hit from Tom Wilson, he actually has been really, really good. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, so two goals then. Probably uh, two goals, two goals right, tonight. Write it down. Two Benny goals shut tonight. out. Shut piece. Is that a thing? Is that a word? I just made it up. Shut piece? There's a game, okay, in the in the deep woods of Wisconsin. There's a game called Shutbox. Uh-oh. Every bar. No, there's nothing. What was that other game with Greg Warren, by the way? <laughs> Screw your roommate. Screw your roommate. No, no. we got to get him back on. <laughs> oh, he's going to be in town. Hey. Yes. This is a good time of year for Greg Warren. He's going to be in town. First of all, I'll text every time of year he's, is a good time of year. And he now. lives here. Did you? He lives here now. Yes. Screw Love Greg Warren. That was a conversation that just went awry. I didn't explain it well. It's my fault. But Shutbox, it's just a dice game. People sitting around. <laughs> You know, you can picture these bars in northern Wisconsin where it's like Blatt's on tap for mm-hmm. 50 cents. Love that. And then after you sit there for a while, you're like, yeah, i got to have one of those $4 tombstone pizzas that they cook in that little toaster oven. What is this, Rosie's? Yeah. That's what Gardner's Bar does. Do they really? Tombstone pizza, that's all they serve. Oh, that's the best. I like bars like that, honestly. Oh. I'm dead serious. I love spots like that. And they play a little game of Shutbox. Look Interesting. It Look it up. Uh, shut piece potential for Bennington tonight. I'm going to put it at about 8%. That's fair. Wow. Not bad. How about just a nice, strong outing? How about saving 25 of 27 and the sure. Blues win, let's say, 4-2? Flyers give up goals. Huh? Let's do it. Huh? I'm going to go with that. I like that Sunquist play. All right, Blues and Flyers later tonight. Then they're back home tomorrow. Stars are here. It's a busy week. I'm not going Douglas, but you do have a game Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Montreal Thursday, correct? That is correct. I let everybody know yesterday, of course, on uh, – what? Fox 2 game day of the upcoming schedule for oh, the Blues. Oh, that's why. I was going to say, how would you know that? Well, you otherwise, listen. You wouldn't know Listen, that. if you're a Blues fan, as Doug Vaughn always says, 
where else could you get the schedule than on Fox 2 game day at 10.30 on if, Sunday morning? If, if you're kind of, you know, you need more time, do you go, like, further into the schedule than oh, usual? Yeah. Like, here, hey, here's February's schedule. It's and, interesting uh, you here, say that. Look ahead at what's on tap for the uh, basketball teams. <laughs> it's interesting you say that, and I can say this right now. What I'm about to say is not interesting at all, but I was going to put Saturday's game. However, the graphic I made at Fox 2 looks better with three games. Okay. Okay, so, yes, the Blues play four times this week. I like to kind of break it down on a on a smaller – I like to compartmentalize just the first three games, of course, this week, right? Mm, Before the fair. weekend. This is kind of a weekday outlook. Yeah, I've got about two, three minutes left in the sportscast out of material. Here's, a, here's the blue schedule going into April, and uh, we'll, put the, we'll just put the Cardinals in there too, April schedule as well while we're Listen, you can make fun of me. I've always said this. <laughs> if you're driving around in your car and you're a sports fan, you're never bothered by hearing the schedule of your teams, who they're playing the next couple road trips, whatever it is, baseball or blues, and you could give the probables for the entire American and National League, and I would listen to that in my car. I'm dead serious. You can say that's boring. The sports fan doesn't – they don't look every morning at everything going on. There was a show – I think Iggy might have been – I don't know if he was associated or he just made fun of it, probably the latter. Might have been both. Might have been both. <laughs> Jack Clark had a radio show for a while, not as a guest, but he, he did a show for a while. And one of the segments, or maybe the majority of the show, they actually read the transactions. So it could be like the 15-day DL for the Pirates who got called up from Charlotte. So there's also that available. It was just Sam Tuivalala, nonstop. In in Memphis. Back and forth. (laughs) Memphis, St. Louis, back. So for a Monday, you got hockey and you've got college football. Over the weekend, of course, the NFL, which now sets up Charlotte. We'll just call it the new slate of four. I'm just going to go through it. Okay. I'll go in chronological order. Chiefs, Colts. Frank, pretty much, I had him play the role of nervous Chiefs fan. Oh, man. And he said, it's over. Andrew Luck is so hot. They're coming to that town. offensive line is looking really good all of a sudden. How about Frank Reich? As Bob Costas said, he hasn't really paid attention to the NFL. You could relate. You could yeah. respect that. And he said, and this was in December. He goes, until I saw an interview the other day with Frank Reich, I had no idea he was the Colts coach. Nobody really talks about him, and they just keep on winning. Do they beat the Chiefs? Man, I like them with the points. Do they win that game? Well, it always goes back to gambling. I do think the Chiefs are going to have an epic meltdown. I don't think it's going to be this week, though. I think it's the AFC Championship. Yes, yes. I agree with that. I do think a rested Chiefs team, they probably win this game, let's say, 42-38. Is that fair? I think the Chiefs will beat the Colts. I do. But I think then the buildup, the momentum, the ghost of the past will be even more. Prim- the storyline will shift even more to that AFC Championship game. And I would assume... That would be against the Patriots. Okay, and this is maybe a dumb question, but I ask a lot of dumb questions. If you're a Chiefs fan... Hey, what are you known for, Chuck? Uh, uh, dumb business dumb questions. I'm known for my dumb questions. All right, if you're Chiefs Kingdom, is it worse to lose this first game, one and done? The answer is the second game. No, okay. It's, it's better to lose the second game. Okay. It's better to lose. Because at least... You, you want to win. You didn't flame out. There's just so much... If I'm a Chiefs fan... You've heard for how long the home postseason losing streak. You haven't won a home postseason game in 25 years. Was it Joe Montana? I think it might have been Joe Montana. And you've had some, I mean, bad home losses, even dating back to, what, losing to Harbaugh and the Colts back in the mid-'90s. You had that really terrible loss last year. You had that game against well, the Colts. Well, they were a top seed. Yeah, and you, you never forced a punt. So you did, basically the opposing team scored on every possession. And because of that, you lose. You just want to get rid of of that one 
bit of odor surrounding your franchise, which odor. is you consider yourself <laughs> a really good home fan base, and you like to think you have some sort of home field advantage at Arrowhead, and yet that's the one place you cannot win when it matters. Andy, what do you have in mind this week? Well, we'll uh, we'll get rid of the odor first. <laughs> our, our number one plan is to get rid of the odor. And look, I think Patrick Mahomes is an absolute stud, but is there something to first ever yes. postseason start and go back to this weekend? Now, look, Deshaun Watson's a stud. He did not play well. Lamar Jackson had a really good fourth quarter. He did not play well at all the first three quarters. And then Mitch Trubisky, I would say, of the three this past weekend, first career postseason start. He played the best. He wasn't bad, but did he help them win that game? It wasn't like he was great on offense and all of a sudden they could outscore the Eagles. It was low scoring. And so, look, Patrick Mahomes is more talented than all of these guys, and I think he's going to be good, but I do think there's something to that. First career postseason start for Mahomes. Is he as good as he has been in the regular season? Because the, the history says... It's probably not going to happen. Chiefs-Colts, that's the early game, afternoon game on Saturday at Arrowhead. Then Saturday night in L.A., Rams host the Cowboys. What it's, network? It's, either, it's on Fox. Okay. It's either the dream scenario or the worst case. I guess the positive is if you hate Jerry Jones and if you hate Stan Kroenke, and there's a lot of folks who fall into that camp, we're here in Los Angeles with Stan. Los Angeles. At least you're guaranteed one of them getting bounced, right? So one of those SOBs is crying after the game. That's the positive. You really don't have a rooting interest if you can't stand both people. And I know hate's a strong word, but I think it applies. Here's what I want to happen. Something malfunctions with the elevator there, and as Stan Kroenke and Jerry Jones are riding up to their suite, they have to spend the entire game in the oh, elevator stuck that's good. together I like that. for three and a half hours. How about and then, that? And then Jerry goes to the bathroom like, just closed off for you Your mouth God's ears. Bathroom. And are we going to see Stan again? Wasn't he eating the little? Uh, was he eating the little uh, pigs in a blanket at the game last year? Remember, where Kevin Demoff would go to get him his snacks? Wasn't there on camera? Pleasure? If I'm not mistaken, Stan Kroenke ate like a little, a little pigs in a blanket with mustard, and they showed it during the game up there in his box. I'm pretty sure there'll be a lot of shots of the two of them, I believe, together, like on the field beforehand, shaking hands. <sighs> Who wins the game? Rams. God, I hope the Cowboys win. Rams will win. They probably will. I don't think the Cowboys are that good. Cowboys are really good at home. Yeah. But you know what? Defense travels. Running game travels. The Cowboys have both of those. Yeah, but I think their defense isn't as good as advertised. And we've it's found out good, that man. sometimes Dallas forgets about their running game because it took them to like two-thirds into the season to realize that they have Ezekiel Elliott. So maybe they just forget about it again on Saturday they've, night. They've rediscovered their offense. <laughs> they've rededicated to giving the ball to Ezekiel Elliott. And everybody's like, God, these guys, good job, guys, figuring it out. I'm sitting at home. I knew that. And listen, this is the spot, though, that the NFL puts us in. In a way, we have to root for one of these teams, and basically most people in St. Louis hate both of them with good reason, right? Correct. But I think I think with Zeke and I think with the fact that we hate the Rams more and we hate Kroenke more, I would love to see the Cowboys win that game. On Sunday, the early game would be the Pats and Chargers. Good for L.A. To, my dream is for the Chargers to win it all, have a Super Bowl for a team that has no fan base, have a parade with nobody there. But I don't <laughs> think I don't think they're going. And I looked it up. Phillip Rivers, more than you think, I think he's like 5-5 five and five in the playoffs. It feels like they've never won playoff games. They've been there a long time, but I think he's actually won five, lost five. Always one and done. 
But Seems I, like. I don't see New England losing that game at home. I don't think he's ever beaten New England in his career, has he? That's not never beaten Tom Brady, maybe? Frank had a stat that Philip Rivers has had a lot of bad luck against New England at some time or another. Don't That's you right. feel like, because it's happened for 15, 18 years, we just always assume that no matter how they start, they still have Tom Brady, still have Bill Belichick, and in the end, the Patriots are always going to get right at the end, they're at home, and they're always going to go on this run. But that's not going to happen forever. Eventually, that's going to have to stop. Tom Brady was not good this year. He really wasn't. But do you see them losing the Chargers? I, I could see that happening, yes. I think the Chargers are a very complete team, and I think them beating the Ravens in Baltimore, again, getting up early, and the Ravens have a really good defense as well, taking them out of their game. I could see the Chargers winning that game, yes. Would I bet on it? I don't know. But again, Tom Brady is getting old, and he has not been the quarterback this year. He's been the last five, six years. Saints and Eagles, the Philly thing, I thought they'd go to Chicago and win. Chicago being new to the big stage, not an offensive juggernaut, maybe a close game. Eagles have that playoff pedigree. I don't think Philly goes to New Orleans and wins. I think New Orleans wins. That's the team I want to see. Other than the Chargers, I want New Orleans to win it all. You see the Small line there? Market. What is it? 11, 10? I saw nine, but it might mm. have uh, gone up a bit. That, that's a lot of points for uh, St. Nick right now, who's rolling. I do think the Saints win the game, though. All right, and going back, Chicago on Sunday, the various calls of the kick. that didn't. Charlie, I don't know if you heard, the Bears kick did not go in. Double I'm, doink. I'd love to hear the rundown of Cubs like moments of infamy. There's the ball through Leon Durham's legs. You have Bartman, of course. This one, this one's going to be right up there. How about the How about the Bears call first, Jeff Jones? Okay, I have also a voice comparison. I don't have audio of the person who I think he sounds like, but here is the Bears call. Parkey lines it up. O'Donnell on one knee. Gives him a look, extends his right arm. Scales sends it back. Placement made, kick from 43, and it hit the upright. It is no good on the crossbar. And the Eagles are celebrating here at Soldier Field. 43 yards, no good. 16-15. Hit the left upright. First down at the 33-yard line. I don't even know how to respond to that. You see the flight of the ball. It's a little bit crooked, but you never imagine it could hit the upright again. And... It hits the upright squarely, hits the crossbar, and bounces back into the field to play. Tell me Jeff Joniak does not sound exactly like Brian McKenna. Parkey uh, lines it up. O'Donnell on one knee. Yeah, I mean, because you said that ahead of time, I was trying close. To li- I was like a little bit of Don Cricky in there. Sure. The funny thing is, ever since we played that one clip from the Miami Dolphins crew, every time I hear a clip now, I want the person to kind of be real monotone like that Daniel, guy. Last shot, back to throw. <laughs> Just like it was the great, it was one of the greatest plays in the regular season I've ever seen. It was like a what a five different lateral type deal, and they're just like, yeah, you know, he laterals it, and oh, they score a touch. Oh, they win the Daniel, game. Daniel, last shot, back to throw. <laughs> Stumbles into fabulous finish guy. Stumbles into greatest play in the history of the NFL regular season. <laughs> and then the other side of it, the Eagles, I believe Merrill Reese has been there for a thousand years. Yeah. Ball is snapped, placed, kicked, and it is no good. No good. It is no good, and the Eagles win. They missed it. Again, it was off the uprights. 
First down. I told you, the mulligan, you're comfortable. You swing that club and you hit that mulligan with no problem. He missed it. And the Eagles are heading to New Orleans. They are headed to New Orleans. And who knows where Cody Parkey is headed next season. <laughs> How rude. <laughs> oh, man. Feels so bad for that guy. Uh, Samir, the first 30 seconds of that clip, you literally could have told me that was a game from 74, and I've been like, yep, 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 lines up. Mike, lines quick. up. <laughs> Out cue. How rude. Come on, man. That's how, rude. How Philly was that? How Philly all the way across the board. Oh, man. I feel so bad for that dude. Seriously. It doesn't seem like anybody in Chicago is feeling too bad. Now, the female reporter for ESPN on television last night I don't know who she is, but her name is like... Not the the first, hey, she's a not, woman. Not the first time you hey, referred no. to a woman. Hey, we don't need to know her name. female. No, so she wasn't <laughs> Diana Teresi. She, her name was like Rossini, Diana, I don't know. Diana Rossini. Okay. So they Diana Taurasi is a very good WNBA player. All right, Phoenix? I was combining them all. So they, Maybe. they go to her live at Soldier Field for the report, and they're like, and I think it was Butcher Gross, or he said, you know, what... what and she's live, this is like an hour after the game, and she said... Well, first of all, there were like 20 or 25 of us, and we just swarmed him in the locker room. And we were like, how did you miss that kick? <laughs> I wish I had the clip because I screamed. I said, you did not just say that. It sounded like somebody that had their own Bears blog that was, like, mad at him. I swear to you. She said, there were about 20 or 25 of us that just swarmed him, and we were like, how did you miss that kick? I'm like, I'm hoping that that wasn't exactly how it was phrased. But it was surprisingly one of the least professional live shots I've seen in a while, and it was on the mothership. Actually, actually, the correct—I believe the actual phrasing of the question was: "You just crapped all over the memory of Gail Sayers. How do you feel about yourself right now?" Now it does happen where we say awkward things. Monday Night Football, Packers beat the Rams, and Najee Davenport—all these guys—they ran for like 300 yards. Just the, the Rams' defense was crap, and in the post game. March is taking questions, and I don't know why it came out this way. I said because they were missing like their top Amon Green, like the top two running backs were out, and they still just got destroyed in the ground game. And I said, Mike, with you know Amon out and so and so, I said, did you be surprised at all that they just shoved it down your throats? And he's at the podium. He goes. Marty, really? Shoved it down our throats? <laughs> and then, like, later the PR guy's like, did you really say shoved it down our throats after we just gave up the 300? I'm like, it just That's came fair, out. though. Yeah, it was fair. It just kind of came out awkwardly. So in her defense, it's possible, live television, but it sounded like a fan from Chicago who's like, that's right, we went in there and swarmed him and said, dude, what'd you do? I How the hell you missed that? I might have it. You want me to play it to see? Let's it's about a 40-second clip. Let's, Let's give it a shot of this. In their room after the game, you're a pro. You've been there before. But what did you take from their melancholy? Well, first, let me start out on the field. Soldier Field booed Cody Parkey off the field. He ran inside the locker room. We had to wait about 10 minutes as Coach wrapped it up and basically gave a end-of-the-season speech to this Bears team. And then... We swarmed him, about 25 to 30 reporters, and we were all pretty much asking the same questions over and over, which is, what was going through your mind? How could you miss that? You've been working How on it. How could you <laughs> miss that? You did idiot. I, did I misstate They it? swarmed him, Martin. Okay. Rather, did I misstate that oh, at all? No, you didn't. First now, of all, how could you miss that kick? What's your blink when hearing that? Does it not sound like a Chicago like blogger <laughs> yes. that's like pissed about the outcome? Swarm. Bad. Uh, it's a big word. Bad usage yeah. there. How and then it does. That? It does seem. Uh, 
little amateurish. I was, I was. That's the word. Thank you. I was uh, watching a two-minute clip, and I have to say, and look, the guy just had the worst moment of his life. How many times? I'm sure he was literally asked the same question, basically in a different way, 27 times. One of the reporters was like, "Yeah, and it hit both bars, right?" Like, what do you want him to say? Yes, you saw it. Hey, uh, a little something new for you, Cody, because normally you just hit kind of the upright, and now you got a new twist where you hit two of them. Is that kind of your thing? Oh, man. Former Eagle. Brutal. Um, but I think that – let's play it one more time. I think you got to just – Oh, just kick her while she's down, no, Marty. I think you Marty gotta, loves the negative. I think oh, you got to dial it back a little bit. It's a little, it's a little too – shocked they lost this game especially the head coach it's like it never entered his mind you were in their room after the game you're a pro you've been there before but what did you take from their melancholy oh there we go well, first, let me start out on the field. Soldier Field booed Cody Parkey off the field. He ran inside the locker room. We had to wait about 10 minutes as coach wrapped it up and basically gave a end-of-the-season speech to this Bears team. And then we swarmed him, about 25 to 30 reporters. And we were all pretty much asking the same questions over and over, which is what was going through your mind? How could you miss that? You've been working on this. You said you've been confident. And, you know, he answered every single question, and I got – to spend a few minutes with him once the the group of reporters walked away and I said swarm. All right, God bless her, wildly successful, way more talented and successful than I'll ever be. But I just think that that if I'm her boss, I'd say you might want to professionalize that report just a little bit. How little could bit. you miss that kick? You idiot. I kind of want to go through like other sports moments and it's like and Rangers media walked up to Nelson Cruz. How could you not catch that ball? <laughs> I do wish we had the actual audio of a reporter asking Cody Parkey like that. Cody, how could you miss that kick? Bro, why'd you miss it? <laughs> Bro, double doink? Seriously? <laughs> really? <sighs> Feel so bad for that dude. I can't say it enough. He I mean, honestly, well. even if you... Okay, so I'm watching that game, and and correct me if I'm wrong. Because I don't watch Channel Five, so I didn't okay. See well, I did. I I streamed it on a, a non Channel Five you. program. You went on Reddit and find that. Hey, I had a sling box but look, in the basement. you know Cody Parkey, very religious dude. Nick Foles, very religious dude. After that game, when they're interviewing Nick Foles, I'm telling you. Now he's look. I like Nick Foles, nice guy, but he's really boring. He's he's a hundred percent Mr. Cliche. Yes. One game at a time. Thanks, the offensive line. Great guy, but super boring. And I'm telling you, the way he was talking in that post game, it looked like he felt really bad for Cody Parkey, even though they won the game. Like he wasn't happy, and maybe they're buddies. I don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. It seemed like the way he was reacting, even though they won the game, that he felt awful for Cody Parkey. I would agree with that. That's how it looked. I want to get a list of Bears. I have a lot of friends in Chicago. I didn't text any of them. Oh, I did. <laughs> we had a text chain going the whole day. Uh, I want to just wait about 24 hours and then say, and one of my friends, he'll sit with his three boys and watch every game. Like all during the season, they'll text me about Trubisky, this, and yesterday I just kind of stayed away. I want to I want to get, I'll do this tomorrow. His name, by the way, his name is Brian Hoffman. He's <laughs> my friend in Chicago. Whoa. I'm getting. And you got to Mar- choose him or me. And he went to Marquette. Oh, yeah, you got to pick him or me. I am getting his personal ranking. He's a little bit younger than me. Of the worst Chicago sports moments of his lifetime. And I'll have that for you tomorrow. Chuck? That's an interesting that. list. Think about that. We should do that for St. Louis as well tomorrow. 
Yeah. I feel like we've probably done that a few times, but I like it. Okay. All right. Chiefs hosting the Colts. 1995, the Chiefs were 13-3, and and they lost at home to the Colts. 2003. It was like a 10-7 game or some god-awful score, it was. wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, what are you, Rocky, remembering this yeah. weird stuff? I, I, I'm fascinated by the Chiefs losing at home in the playoffs. That is kind of a topic that, that intrigues me. 2003, Chiefs were 13-3, and hosted in the divisional round the Colts. And lost 38 to 31. Yeah, I don't think the Colts ever punted in that game. <sighs> okay. And then 2006, Chiefs, wild card game, lost at the Colts. A lot of Colts history. 2013, wild card playoffs, they lost at the Colts. So if you're a Chiefs fan that likes to worry, the fact that it's the Colts. There's a lot of history and, there. And there is some Think similarity between this game and the one from 15 years ago where you got this great offense, but this kind of taped-together defense that you don't have much faith in going against what is now suddenly a high-powered Colts offense. And the other thing is, the Colts now all of a sudden play defense. Yes. And they can now run the ball with Marlon Mack, and that travels. And that Andrew travels. Luck, Andrew Luck for years was sacked all the time. And now they have a strong offensive line, and they're keeping him clean. And and look, right now, would you bet against Andrew Luck? I think we kind of— No, no, but my point is, I think we kind of forgot because he didn't play last year, and we wondered if his shoulder would ever get back to what it was before. I think we forget how great of a quarterback Andrew Luck is. Well, we did. I mean, cause that's what hurt, I'm saying. And, we just, and they weren't prominent, so he wasn't in all the big games. I mean, when's the last time you've seen him— there's probably been a Thursday night game, Colts, Titans, that we didn't watch. But for the most part, he hasn't been marquee because his team's been bad and he was hurt. And also, we'll look up his numbers, but I bet you his numbers this year were incredible, except we always talk about Patrick Mahomes. I believe he was second in touchdown passes. So everybody talking about Patrick Mahomes, 50 touchdown passes, and not as much about Andrew Luck having a fantastic season as well. So later, Hoff will have those numbers. He'll also have the game of Shutbox. we got a lot to get to. Shut piece tonight. First, uh, let's send it down to Charlie Marlowe. He's at the Shape at Serena. Cartier Gordon has announced that he is leaving the program. Charlie, what do you got? Well, first of all, me and Doug and Frank, we swarmed. We Travis swarmed Gordon, him. And we said, what is the deal? What went wrong? Where? Why did he leave? How did you transfer and slew? How did you let him out of his scholarship? And we went to the Enterprise Center and walked with Jake Allen and asked him how he could allow all those goals. But how about this? 30 minutes we, in, we haven't even talked about Slew's big win, okay? Good win. Nice but, win yesterday, buddy. This? I thought of you two idiots yesterday. Whoa, why idiots? No, you're the idiot. This is at like 9 o'clock. I'm typing my scripts. <laughs> and on the, the scoreboard that comes up after all the highlights of the Billiken win and it has the score and Javon Best scored 24, Hassan French had a double-double. I'm writing my script, and I said, Billikens have shooting issues again, 38%, and they only make 11 to 23 free throws. And then I'm leading into Zach's post-game coverage. And I looked at it, and I thought, God, that's probably a little too negative. They won their A-10 opener. So I actually said, Marty Lota negative. So I took out another poor shooting day and just said, still issues at the free throw line, 11 to 23. Another poor shooting day for the Billikens. They can't score from the free throw line. Let's go over to Zach down at the Shapets. And the Billikens won their A-10 like, opener. We swarmed him. <laughs> yeah, yes. This team continues to struggle. They can't score points. A lot of empty seats there. Can't make free throws. Zach, what's the latest? 
Well, the team's excited as hell to have won their eight ten opener. <laughs> Defense at the end. How many field goals in the last six seven minutes for Rhode Island? Defense travels. Shut down. Shut piece. Shut piece. Slew Billikens, baby. Is there a shut piece? Shut piece. All right, quick break here. A lot to get to. Offenberg Hyundai, the place to go for your next vehicle, and that includes pre-owned vehicles. I had it in mind. I wanted to surprise my wife with a 2018 Tahoe. Go out and find one that's just got a few thousand miles pre-owned. Matt Offenberg and the team have always told us this. If you have a vehicle in mind, year, make, model, they will find it for you, and that's exactly what they did. Part backup of the award-winning camera? Winning What's that? Backup camera? Uh, it's got a backup camera, okay. yes. Yeah, 2018. Hashtag blast. Yeah. The point is, idiots, the point is if you want great service and you don't want negative, nobody wants negative, go to Offenberg Hyundai. O'Fallon, Illinois, on the web. It's OffenbergHyundai.com. Great-looking vehicles, great value. That's what Hyundai is all about. But if there's a specific pre-owned you have in mind, they can do that. I've been telling you that for years, and now I lived it, Chuck. That's what I did. I lived it. Offenberg Hyundai, Highway 64 to Green Mountain Road. That's the exit there right off the highway. O'Fallon, Illinois. OffenbergHyundai.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 